Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All Things Covered listeners, All Things Covered viewers, we're back with another spectacular show with my guy, P2, Pat Peterson, Brian McFadden. You guys know how we rock and roll. And it's about that time for all the football fans, the football lovers of the NFL, the Minnesota Viking fans, Skull Nation stand up. Training camp is right around the corner, and this is our training camp preview show. But before we get into that, we have some very, very important news, some information for you guys, and we need your help. We need your help. If you're rocking with us, rock with us. And if you don't rock with us, please do. We are a nominee for the Best Black Hosted Podcast category in the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Yes, the second straight year in a row we're nominees for this outstanding award. We appreciate all you guys, and we would love for you guys to go out and support us. We hope you enjoy our show and continue to rock with us like you've been able to do. But also, vote with us. Vote for us. Vote for us. Help us be able to advance to the final round. To nominate All Things Covered, please go to podcastawards.com slash app slash sign up and then toggle down to best black hosted podcast that category vote for us tell a friend to tell a friend the whole process takes less than 60 seconds we've included the link at the top of this episode description as well voting ends july 31st so make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend all the viking fans all the all the fans of pat peterson hey all the Steeler fans and fans of myself as well please please go vote and if we win i'm telling it right now if we win a lucky fan well i will sign and i will give away an autograph signed jersey of mine if we win we will randomly select a fan and we will get them a jersey a steeler jersey i don't know if it's going to be white home or away but it will be a steeler jersey number 20 mcfadden if we win and if we win, Pat P gonna get a signed hat signed to you guys as well. Minnesota Vikings. Man, I'm gonna give a jersey too, man. I ain't gonna give no hat. I gotta give I'm sorry, well, Pat. Too. I didn't want to talk for you, but Pat P, you know, okay. You guys heard. If we win this award, best black hosted podcast, a random fan. Matter of fact, let's do two. Because if you're gonna give a jersey, Pat P, I'm gonna give a jersey. Let's give it to two people. So you saying four jerseys? No, two people. That means one. I'll give one to yeah, one. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And when you give one, we'll randomly select two fans. Like Is that cool? Hey, but we also have to verify that they voted, though. That's the thing. So you great <laughs> point, great point, Pat P. You have to show 
that you actually voted for us. So maybe take a screenshot of your voting, uh, of you finalizing your vote. But we need to see some type of documentation, some type of evidence that shows that you a screenshot. Yeah, to our Twitter, send something to our Twitter or send something to our Instagram page, Facebook page. But we will randomly select two lucky fans. If we win this award, Best Black Hosted Podcast, we will get one fan will get a Steeler jersey. The other fan will get a Minnesota Vikings jersey signed to you, whoever you may be. Love it. Deal. Pat P, you fired up. You look like you're in tip top shape. I got Are you feeling good? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's training camp time. <laughs> training camp time. What jersey you got on? What, what all NBA yeah, All Star jersey? Man, come on, man. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Bean. That's come what on, man. My guy. Come on, man. There we go. There we oh, go. Oh, that's what I like right to see. I, I just had, I, You see him right there. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's the. That's yes, the, sir. There go my guy. Yeah. No question. No question. So, with that being said, you are you 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 already in mamba mode. That mamba mentality is there with you right now. It's here with you right now. But how does it feel for you entering year twelve? Uh, you know, year twelve of your professional career, uh, a savvy vet. You know, but what are you trying to get out of training camp? You know, last year you didn't participate in any preseason games. Uh, this is a new staff. Do you want to get out there and kind of get your craft going early? Would you like to participate in some preseason games this year? How do you feel in year twelve? Nope. <laughs> but that was fast. Yeah, that was very fast. Camp in uh, August 12th. I'm sure I get all the work I need, you know, within those three, three and a half weeks that we've been camp going up against Adam, going against uh, Jet. And you will have a joint practice, right? Yeah, we will have a joint practice with 49ers. Um, you know, we have some of the best guys in the league right there in practice with us. You know, and mm -hmm. you know you're not going to get many, many real looks anyway in the game. You just, in my opinion, you just out there running around. It, with you being a savvy vet, you know what I mean? So I, th I just think, you know, you just put yourself at risk of not being, you know, ready for the season. Cause that, you know, this Matt, the first two games of the season is always that fill that fill out process. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, because at the end of the day, most guys don't play the last preseason game anyway. Yeah. And therefore you're going into the season with a week and a half off going right into the season. So, you know, the most part, the, the biggest thing I'm looking for is, into uh, entering year 12 um, training camp is, you know, obviously be in tip top shape and be ready, be ready to roll for week one. Yeah. And and remember also the preseason has been short and it's only what, two games, right? Three. Three. It's three games. So yep. that first one is usually for uh, young players. Young the players. second one, you know, is kind of the same thing. And by that third time, you're ready to get ready for the season. So, yeah. you know, it's not like how it used to be. This will be your sixth head coach in 12 years, but how does this situation, coaching situation, uh, seem different from the others? Oh, man, this is a, it's a unique staff, man. It really is it's much different from any other staff I've been around. Um, laid back, a lot of coaches that have a lot of char uh, characteristics as uh, far as um, uh, just having a good time. You know, it's always, it's a time and place for everything. But at the same time, they do a great job of having a great balance of uh, work, good time, and getting the job done. And, you know, it's been great, you know, thus far going throughout, you know, spring and uh, OTAs and minicamp and stuff like that. But when the real bullets are flying, that's when you really get to see, you know, how, how coaches react. But everybody on the defensive side, of, uh, on the defensive staff, you know, been, been in the playoffs. Head coach just came from a Super Bowl. No question. 
So they understand what yeah. it takes to make things happen. And you know, and my and my my trust is all in those guys because they came from winning. They know what it mm -hmm. looks like, they know what it takes. And I'm looking forward to it because Coach Ed, man, he's he's probably, you know, I you know I talk about Todd Bowles all the time. Yeah. Ed down and tell is up there with Todd, man. Just the way Ooh, it's high praise. Blitz. Yeah, he just he don't he don't blitz a lot. He ain't gonna blitz you a lot. He's gonna yeah. make the quarterback think. He's gonna make the quarterback spend that extra second worried about what he thought he saw, you know, so yeah. we do a good job of disguising, you know, and, and, and do a great job of uh, making that quarterback first two seconds hard to get a beat on. So I'm looking forward to it, man. It's, it's been really, really great. The energy, the vibe, um, the culture, the, the, the camaraderie is starting to come together. And, you know, with us having pretty, bringing pretty much everybody back from, you know, the 2021 season, you know, everybody's just looking looking forward to some great outcome because we know we have all the pieces. Now we just mm -hmm. got to go out there, you know, execute um, when, when when those plays come about, you know, uh, two minute, two. I just saw this crazy stat, by the way. They said last year, if we wouldn't have gave up a touchdown before halftime, we would have been 15 and two. <laughs> How hey. is that? Hey, but Patsy, we all know about the situational woes. Right. But that's what I'm going back to my point. Yeah. You know, now that we have. That's you know, a crazy stat. Yeah, that is. Now, you know, we having, you know, guys who, 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 who you know, who went, been in the Super Bowl in 2012 with 49ers who just came out of the Super Bowl with the Rams and their situational football, if you look at it. Mm -hmm. it and if you're able to win situational football, not let the team score before halftime or you score double dip before halftime, you have a great opportunity of winning the ball game. No question. I mean, that's that's a, that's an important stat, but it's a real stat. Right. It makes sense. If you don't know how to close out ball games, either in the first half or the second half, you're gonna lose ball games. Hundred percent. That was a telling sign for you guys last year, man. But the energy is there. I can tell you this, fans. I was there doing mini camp. Was it mini camp or OTAs? But it was. Uh, that was uh, mini camp. Oh. Minicamp, the energy is there. And in, in the words of the great Leroy Butler, one team, one dream. One team, one dream, baby. One team, one dream. Pat P, one position you're very, very familiar with clearly is the cornerback position. Uh, when you look at opposite of you, it seems like Cam Dance is the guy who's going to get the nod to be the, store, the starting corner opposite of you. But you have other guys, you know, fighting for competition as well in time. Chris Boyd, Harrison Hand, you got the two young guys, Evans and Booth Jr., uh, some newcomers in Chandon Sullivan and Nate Hurston. Uh, what are your thoughts on some of the young guys? And what do you expect to see from the young guys throughout training camp leading into the season? Uh, just work building their craft, working on their craft. Because, you know, in many camp OTAs, they didn't get many looks. You know, mm -hmm. so this is when, you know, these preseason games are valuable to them because now you get to see what they got in, 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 real, in real game speed. You know, so... It's very tough for those guys to get reps now. You know, you know, me and Cam running with the ones. I think Chris and um, Harrison is running with the twos. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle at every position, and I, I love that because that's only gonna make us better, and that's only gonna make that depth much stronger. Because if someone gets hurt, someone goes down, we don't have to worry about it. The, the mm -hmm. next guy up can be able to hold his own, and that's what we're gonna need. So Pat P, when you look at the rest of the defense, let's look at some notable additions. Zadarius Smith from Green Bay Packers. You got Hicks. Big addition. Big uh, Z. Yeah, big addition. You got <laughs> Hicks, your former teammate with the Cardinals. Lewis C, a guy who wants to stack bodies. bodies. That's his all new notable bodies. additions. 
how much di- how, how, how different will the defense look when you factor in some of the additions that I just named in, in your new DC and the new scheme? I think the defense is gonna it's gonna be a night and day difference, in my opinion. You know, just like I said, having the opportunity just to line up and play football. It's not many checks, not many audibles. You know, we're forcing teams to beat us. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel and try to come up with all these crazy blitzes, these crazy zones. Line up and play football. At the end of the day, that's all you can do. Line up and play football. Teams going to move the ball up and down the field. Just don't allow them to score touchdowns. No (laughs) question. And if you can can eliminate that, you have a great opportunity, a great chance of winning. So I think the scheme that we have is is definitely going to put us in position to be successful on all levels, from the D-line to the linebackers to the back end. Yeah. You know, and I had an opportunity to see, you know, see it close up in person, playing against, the, playing against uh, you know, Ed and, uh, and, and uh, the 49ers back in the day, my first, you know, my, few, my first couple of years in Arizona. So I saw how it worked. And I had guys mm-hmm. who came out of that system, like Antoine Bethea, uh, uh, Tremont uh, Brock, uh, uh, Brock. Um, uh, damn, what's yeah? Um, Tremaine Brock. Tremaine. Tremaine Brock. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I had an opportunity to to have those guys as, as teammates and just hear some of the stories that they was able to share and how easy and how fluent the defense was. It was it was never really no no loose end. Everybody was always on the same page because it was never no if somebody in motion we check into this. If they come out of empty, yeah, we'll have, a, if they, if we're in one call and they come out of empty, yeah, and that call is not, you know, suitable for us to win in that down, yes, we'll out about that then, but it's not many, it's not many, it's not much talking. You get the call, mm-hmm. you line up and play football. Hey, C-ball, go get it. No doubt about it. C-ball, go get it. Transitioning to the offensive side of things, uh, most recent, you know, Justin Jefferson said that Devontae Adams is currently the best wide receiver in the NFL, but he plans to be number one by the end of the season. What can he do to ensure that Justin Jefferson, that is? What he's been doing. Keep doing what he's been doing. <laughs> just keep doing what he's been doing. I mean, he's, I mean Justin is just he's phenomenal. Special. Yeah, he, he just does so many different things to, 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 to become unguardable. You know, he's just so shifty, the way he runs his routes, the way he come out of his cuts, the way he set up his routes. And that's very unique for a young receiver coming to the game. And I talk about it all the time. It's very unique for a young receiver coming in the game and understand how to set up certain routes, how to make Mm -hmm. it one way, but it's really not. So, I, you know, I expect him to be the number one receiver at the end of the year because what I've seen throughout OTAs and training camp, I said it about a month ago. I won't be surprised if you're a triple crown. You said that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I, I'm echoing that as well. The talent, the 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 skill set, the offense, the scheme, all everything is in place for him. Just stay healthy, number one, and everything else will, 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 will happen accordingly based on what he's been able to do his first two years in the league. I mean, great, great breakdown when you look at the expectations uh, for the Vikings, some of the notable names that we hit on Pat P year 12 is going to be an exciting season right now. And my goal for the Minnesota Vikings represent the NFC when it comes to NFC football. The final game will be played in Arizona. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my that's my 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 thought process. And it starts at training camp. This is where you bond. This is where you create championship teams, being a part of three teams that gets the Super Bowl. 
two to win. It all the journey starts in training camp where we come together, we bond. We bond, we play cards, we play video games, we work out together, we eat together, we do everything together. And you it form that family-like vibe. And then when the season starts, man, we just kicking people in the mouth for no reason. We kick people in the mouth for no reason. Game ain't even started yet. We just kick you in the mouth because we feel right. Because like, <laughs> <'cause laughs> <I'm, laughs> you just got kicked for no reason. That's we in the kicking in the mouth type move. That's what we hear. That's what we in. So hey, just kick somebody for no reason, man. Sometimes you just gotta hit somebody for no reason. That's how it is. That's game of football. Hey man, gotcha. I just felt like hitting you. Right. <laughs> game start yet, but that's what it is. But hey, that's how it has to be. Skull Nation gonna be fired up. Week one, week two, week three, all through the season. I can't wait. I got to come check out a game this year, too, Pat P. Man, come on, man. You got to get out there some. I got to come before October hit. Because that's when it get cold, don't you? Man, it get cold in September. Oh, <laughs> sure. I might be coming week one. We Florida boys, so it, it, when that thing get under 50, that's cold, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I feel more cold. I'm colder now not playing than when it was I was out there in the football field. So right. I got to bundle up. I got to bundle up. But with that being said, listeners and viewers, it's a timeout, two-minute warning. Got to pay some bills. We'll be right back once we make these big-time adjustments to not allow them to score right before halftime. That's what we're not going to do. Be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Pat P., we back from the timeout. Guess what? They didn't score any points, so we go into halftime with a smile on our face, with a lead going into half because the defense did exactly what they're supposed to do. Yes, but, Pat P., outside of the Minnesota Vikings, when you look at the NFL, the world of the NFL, news is always circulating around. Let me read something to you. I don't know if you heard if you didn't hear, but on July 8th, yeah, Jalen Ramsey tweeted out, stack up my first six years in the league to any corner in history, three-time first-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler. Who else did that? A guy who you've played against quite a few times, not personally, but opposing sides when it comes to teams that you've been on and teams he's been on. Richard Sherman replied, I think at P2, who is you, mm. and I can join the conversation, but you are the standard right now. It's your time to shine. Jalen Ramsey's response was 100% y'all can. That's greatness, though. In my opinion, y'all both are Hall of Famers. My first six years compared to yours, speaking to Richard Sherman, I'm up one Pro Bowl, but your numbers are crazy. My first six compared to P2, he's up one Pro Bowl, but his first All-Pro was as a returner, not cornerback. People should res respect the greatness of all. So when you look at Ramsey's first six years, five Pro Bowls, three All-Pros, 15 interceptions, one Super Bowl. Sherman's first six years, four Pro Bowls, four All-Pros, 30 interceptions, one Super Bowl. P2's first six years, six Pro Bowls. Three All-Pros, 20 interceptions. I mean, first six years for all guys have been marvelous, marvelous. 
The only <laughs> difference for you was no you guys have been on better teams. I got you. No doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> the boy, the boy's been on better teams. Hey man, I blame Arizona for not letting me go when I actually be like, <laughs> oh, that's a whole nother topic of discussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but how, number one, you know, seeing one of your peers, you know, step up and and and, and there was no back and forth going on. It wasn't like anything, you know, mm-hmm. toxic, no hating, nothing like that. It was just friendly opinions being thrown out and all valid arguments from either side but how did it feel for you to see Richard Sherman throw your name into the equation based on the respect he has from you and you know Jalen respects your your game and you respect his as well because you guys have trained together in years past so but how did how did it feel you know seeing Richard Sherman throw your name out there with the respect on your name oh man I mean it feels you know at the end of the day that's you know that's my guy you know we had a little um head button at the early early part of our career but you know we we we, we became older Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, squashed all of that, you know, nonsense, what we had going on. But Richard, um, it's, it's obviously it's, it's an honor to be in, in that, in that category, in the, in the same breath as those guys, because, yeah. you know, like you said, Richard numbers are crazy, had the opportunity to win a championship and was on probably hell. One of the greatest defenses in, in NFL history. You know yeah. I mean? They got to be at least a top 10. No I mean? question. I agree. Um, you know, it, it's great that, you know, my guy Richard put me up there because he knows this all the time, man. He'll, he'll, he, he can actually tell you this. We got to get Sherman on the show. We got, yeah, we got to get that. That'd be dope. We literally, be dope. literally used to text each other right before the season. And I wish I had my old, my old phone to show you this. We will literally text each other, trying to push each other to be better than one another. But that's mm. what kept us, that's what kept us hungry to stay at the top because we yeah. always felt that we was competing against each other always you know so wow once uh about year six came i think that's when he had just went to san fran maybe year seven something like that <clears throat> just went to san fran and the super bowl was in oh no actually 15 whenever the super bowl was in arizona oh yeah so they was in the super bowl mm-hmm. so when they was in the super bowl in arizona against the patriots against the patriots when i first first had an opportunity to talk to sherman outside of football yeah in the club Will's talking this, that, another. And Gerard Powers, crazy Gerard Powers, like, hey, man, you want me to go check him, man? He be talking greasy, man. I mean, you know, Gerard Powers, the shortest one, shortest cornerback we ever had. <laughs> you want me to go check him, man? So he, he go over there and start talking to him. He's like, yo, man, Pat P over here, this, that, another. So we end up dapping each other off, changing numbers. And from that point on, we just became cool. No you question. Know, we, you know, we'll text each other throughout the season. You know, uh, you know, he, you know, I asked him what he saw on, on a certain receiver. He'll do the same thing. So, you know, Richard was a great competitor. Mm-hmm. You know, he definitely kept me on top of my game, and I hope I did the same thing for him. But to be in the same category as these guys, you know, that's what that's why you play the game. Okay. You know, that's why you play the game to be recognized as one of the best to ever do it in the history of the game. Yeah, no question. And, and, and I like the back and forth because it was nothing toxic. It was all professional. It was all respectful. Mm -hmm. And that's like you said, that's why you play the game. You mean, people want to be considered the the, the best. You want to be in that conversation to say the least. And you already know how about Jalen. That's like a question to me, man. You know, so just to see, you know, him continue to give give me the respect that he does. You know, I'm always going to give him the respect that he that he deserved. And like Sherman said, he is a standard right now. There ain't no mm-hmm. doubt about it. You no, know, he's that guy. And it's it's good to see, you know, the the I guess the 
the talent continue to evolve year after year after year after year. And that's what keeps the game great because it's never really going to be no drop-off, especially at the cornerback position. No question. You, you got young cats coming up. No doubt about yeah. it. So, you know, that's and that's what and I tell these guys all the time, even my teammates. You know, although I'm 12 years in, but I'm still competing against y'all. Y'all mm-hmm. keep me young, <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah. You know, so I don't have a problem with it at all. I just want to continue um finding a way to get to get in the playoffs and add one of those Super Bowls to the end of my name. <laughs> you need that. You, 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 you need that. You know, if you look at I mean, in our family, we 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 already got a Super Bowl winner, yeah. but we need to add one. Yes, sir. And we're gonna have a Hall of Fame player in our family as well. So yeah. heck, you wanna just add that Lombardi to it. Mm. I mean, the family of champions, baby. All right. Yes, sir. Bloodline <laughs> of champions, baby. So go ahead, do what you're supposed to do. You know, I'm right there with you. I know I'm you already are. ready to go to Kent. I already bought a ticket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I done bought a ticket 10 years down the line. You ain't going to have to buy a ticket. You going to fly with us. Oh, if, yeah, we're going to be on the private. I forgot about that. I ain't walking through no TSA. I don't got to go through clear. I got to check my eyes and zoom my eyes to get through it. And I ain't doing none of that. You're going to jump on the legacy with us, man. No question. I already know. Other And Pat P, check this out. So other great corners, when you look at their six-year stretch, right? Darrell Rebus in his first six years, Four Pro Bowls, three All-Pros, 19 interceptions. Rondé Barber, a guy who we had on the show, and he should be should be in the Hall of Fame. Please get Rondé Barber in the Hall. First hey, six years, what you got? Quick. No, I'm going to wait till you get to his name. Okay, two Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, 18 interceptions, one Super Bowl in his first six years. Champ Bailey, another guy who we had on the show. Man, if you missed yeah. any of these outstanding episodes with some of these prolific names, go in our feed and just scroll down and you see the names and tap in and listen to some of these outstanding conversations we had. His first six years, five Pro Bowls, three All-Pros, 21. Uh, uh, Aeneas Williams, who we had on the show also. But well, we've had some big names on the show, babe, when it comes to cornerback play. His first six years, Pat P, three Pro Bowls, three All-Pros, but 32 interceptions. Oh. Oh. C-Dub, Charles Woodson, first six years, four Pro Bowls, two All-Pros, 15. Rob Woodson, first six, four Pro Bowls, three All-Pros, 20. And wow. Dion, first six, four Pro Bowls, four All-Pros, 30, and a DPOY, Defensive Player of the Year. Yes. Going back to Rob Woodson, Jalen yes, said that obviously I made it as a punt returner, but Rob Woodson did too. We're the only two defensive backs to ever do that. Ever? Make it as a punt returner All-Pro and as a cornerback All-Pro. And you made that All-Pro team your rookie year, right? Not too many people make the All-Pro first team All-Pro as a rookie. Hey, and uh, man, I never forget, man. I felt bad because you know Devin Hester is our guy. That is mm-hmm. the GOAT returner. And when I, because I was honestly, I was surprised that I got it. I was surprised that I got All-Pro. Obviously, I know I had a big year, you know, a bunch of touchdowns. But you know, Devin Hester, that's Devin Hester. No and question. He still had, I think that year he had two or three. Two or three punt returns. I was kick. Re- I think he had one punt return, one punt return, and two kick returns, or something like that. Yeah. But they told me I got. I said, "What?" Hey, hey, Pat P. <laughs> your rookie year, you went fed though. When you were talking about returning, <laughs> how many you took to the house? I took four to the crib. All of them over eighty. <laughs> <laughs> was it all all punt returns? Right. All punt returns. That's an NFL record too. Over eighty. All of them over eighty. That's a record. 
That's a record. That's a record. I Currently. got a record for the most punt return yards in 699. I could have broke the freaking lead. I could have broke the lead uh, touchdown record, but got dog the punter for uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks. Tripping. Man, he man, he ain't even tripped me, Mac. He he literally wiped my wiped my uh, my kneecap of the top of my thigh pad. Well, I ain't had no thigh pads at that time. Uh huh. He wiped the uh, the top of my thigh board and I went down. And he was the only guy I had to beat. Cause so what happened was so that would have been five. Yeah, that would have been five. I would have broke the record. He's in front of me, so he's like at a standstill, and I'm running full speed. So I cut back across his face, and all he did was do like this right here. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. Hey. So this this is what I need you to do, Pat P. Sometimes you know fans and 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 folks need a reminder. Can you put together or have have your team put together your rookie year when you talk about those four returns all over eighty, and allow the fans and we can do it on our feed as well uh, on our Instagram page. Allow the fans to select which one was the best because I remember I you, had Carol- you had you had Carol- you had the Rams right. I got the Rams twice. Ooh. You got the Rams twice. Carolina and Baltimore in Baltimore yep. the one in Baltimore was in Baltimore right yes that was a clean one too but my favorite one was the NFL record time because I had in Carolina had it, no no at, at, at home when no, you shouldn't have, you were you you should have let the ball bounce in the end zone you caught her on the goal line so that quick story that was my third one we played the Rams in November mm-hmm. and then we turned around two weeks later and went to their crib <laughs> And it was fourth quarter, maybe like seven minutes ago, we was up, I think it was up at three, up by three. Um, uh, Donnie Jones kicks a high boomer, as he always do, about 5.2 hang time. And with me trying to continue to watch the Gunners and watch where everybody at, the ball started like drifting away from me. Mm-hmm. So if you go back and look at it, I literally had to catch the ball with my fingertips and I'm slipping at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I catch the ball, slip, and before that play happened, Jay Feely came to came to me because he was my punt return coach on the field. He came to me, said, P, they've been leaving the middle of the field wide open all game. And and I never really hit one up the middle. I always hit it like on the sidelines or something. He said, trust me, you get the ball, just hit the middle. I got the ball. I catch it with my fingertips, slip, regain my balance. I ain't have to shake nobody, move nobody. It was like the Red Sea, right down the pipe. Right down the pipe. Pat P. Based on what you did as a returner, if you stuck with being a returner, and I was mad at you because you said you didn't return no more punts, you probably could have. You probably could get in the Hall of Fame as a returner as well. I, no question. I was in my feelings. I'm like, Pat, I, this man at LSU was unbelievable. Get drafted. I'm hollering. You know you got to return punts. Oh yeah, right. for sure. Ain't no pressure. Right. Get to the league. Kick the league in the mouth. First, first quarter, just kicking everybody in the mouth. Then all of a sudden. The boy become a made man out there locking people down. Said, yeah. I'm not returning no more punts. I said, What? <laughs> what do you mean? What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? Get in the end zone, man. Get hit him with that one, two, and go. I'm hey, not returning no more punts back. I'm not doing that, Matt. I can't do it no more, Matt. I'm going to tell you why. Them hits and them people tackling me around my ankles, and that stuff wear on you because I got to go out there and play corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not, now, where you are in your career, I'm not going to argue, but right. I'm talking about when don't you make that then. decision. I'm hey, talking about them. Pat P, 
You was you jumped in the league at 19, 20 years old. I, I know, but Mac, I'm telling you, man, you guys, my eyes just walk, wake up in the morning limping, ankles all hurting. Mm -mm, no, in your chamber. <laughs> I ain't had a chamber then. <laughs> oh, you ain't had a chamber then. <laughs> get, in, had a chamber. <laughs> get in the chamber, man. <laughs> I ain't had a chamber then. But my wife would tell you, I used to wake up every morning, like after a game on Sunday, when I had some returns, at least two or yeah. three. You got missiles coming out. You gotta, you gotta mind yourself. Oh, them boy coming. They coming out there form tackling. They coming. Yeah. They laying out. They laying <laughs> out. Like block off. No question. Man. So, so Man. when I got into year two, and you know, I kind of felt, and I, and I really, I wanted to be known as a cornerback. It was all good that I did get the the All Pro nod, and I was recognized as one of the best as a as a punt returner. But my whole goal was, yes, I wanted to, my, my thing was I wanted to be like Dion, what he's able to do, change the game, be a punt returner and a, and a shutdown point. He's a four-down player. That's yeah, four-down player. I'm a four-down player. That's big time. So then when year two came around, um, like I, I had a niche. I was like, man, I got a feel I'm going to lead the league in picks. And I came one short. I had seven picks that year. Mm -hmm. After that, they was like, yep, you ain't playing corn. You ain't playing uh, punt returner no more. <laughs> Man, I man, I well, the thing about prolific returners, I don't care where you watching the game at. When you know they might get the ball in their hand, you hey, stand you, up. You watch it. You standing up. Oh, you stand up. You're not going to the bathroom. Oh no. Mm -mm. Mm. When, when, when Hester used to be back there, when Pat, when Pat, people, yeah, uh, uh, no, no, we're not going to. Ain't no bathroom break. Whatever. I'm gonna take this to the house. <laughs> and if you rooting against your team, you gonna watch too. He's like, hey, don't kick it to him. Right. And uh, and that's what happened. I'm gonna take. Uh, so my second year. They, I was still a punt returner, but they started kicking the ball away from me. So oh, yeah, that's, that's like, it ain't no point of putting you back there anymore. They ain't kicking you the ball. They're kicking it out of bounds. They're pinning you to the sideline. And with me, I'm trying to make everything work out of something, work out of nothing. Yeah. So I used to literally take dumb hits <laughs> because I was on the sideline trying to make something happen coming off my rookie year. Like, hell, I'm Jesus out here. I can, I can get through anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> But Man, yeah, when you did that, that 99 return, boy, it was it, you it was no such thing as fair catching the ball. Oh nah, nah. And coach and coach Spencer, you had him in um Pittsburgh. I know Spence, I know Spence. Coach Spence, he gave me the liberty, man. I never forget it. Probably my I think it was Baltimore, my second punt return. It's like Patrick, just be a ball player. Just be a ball player. We'll live with the decision later. He said, I, I trust your decision make your decision making. Mm -hmm. You haven't let me down yet. Go be a ball player. <laughs> And you did that? Yep. I just wanted to see you get more of them. That's all. <laughs> I just wanted to see you keep keep doing that thing. You get that ball in your hand, boy. It's, it's different. You run different. Yeah. Instead that, of that, 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 you that, pick that, it that, off. That, that, that P2 come out. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> then you had them hot, them, 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 the, the click game. You know what I want. I just want to see you. I just want to see you just give me something other than man, the black cleats this year. I got you, man. We I, said we would. I, That's I, all I, I want. I'm going to give it to you Monday night. I'm going to give you the high whites, all white cleats. Make sure you get your cleats lined up now because you know I'm going to be watching. Lined up, Jack. Keep it wide up now. You know I'm going to be watching. Which was, can you can you put the pacifier mouthpiece back in too? Oh, yeah, I'll be wearing that. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the pacifier mouthpiece. Okay. Yeah, that's, all right. That's my staple right there. That's my baby. No question. <laughs> no question. No question. Before we wrap this show up, based on the conversation we just had, great conversation with Pat P, uh, the, the Richard Sherman, Jalen Ramsey back and forth. Pat P, I decided to put together my top five corners coming into this year based on some of the things they did last year, the lockdown-like performances, and the expectations for this year. So I want to get your reaction. And for you listeners and viewers that are checking us out on this episode, 
chime in. You do a great job, YouTube, hitting us in the comments. The same can be said on social media. My number one is Jalen Ramsey. I think there's no argument there. Like uh, the versatility has been well documented. Uh, the big play performances, following opposing teams, number one wide receiver, and just trying basically effacing them out of the game plan has been who Jalen Ramsey is. And you right. didn't see a drop off. You know, he changed his number to number five. He's still balling like he had he did when he had number 20 on. So that's my number one. Now, here's where it gets interesting. I think number one is because it would probably be the consensus for all football fans. They, most people would have Jalen number one. But my number two might surprise a few people, and that's okay. But I'll go Jair Alexander as a second-best corner. And the reason why I'm going Jair Alexander, he's showcased the ability to show versatility, play inside. Of course, he's been known to be an outside corner. But last year, he dealt with the shoulder injury. But when he's healthy, he, he might not blow you away with the picks, but he is, his impact is still felt. I mean, I go back to 2020. Uh, that year, especially in the playoffs when you know the lights are at its brightest, uh, he became the first cornerback since 2006 to allow negative yards in a playoff game, and that was against the Rams. Mm. That man allowed negative three yards mm. in a playoff ball game against a star-studded-like team in the Rams who eventually went on to win a Super Bowl the next year. That's crazy. Then in that same playoff stretch, he picked off Tom Brady twice. I mean, literally – Almost won the ball game with that second pick, but of course the, the Buccaneers won that ball game. So just the versatility, I love how he tackles. This is a guy who's always around the football, always yeah. around the football. I agree. My number three, Xavier Howard. Ah, oh, Xavier Howard. Oh, that's it. <laughs> In twenty twenty, he had ten picks. He led the league. The last two years, he he's had fifteen interceptions, mm -hmm. thirty six PBUs. The last two years. Yeah. 36 PBU. So this man has gotten his hands on, what, 51 footballs in, in the years. last two seasons. Yeah, that's big. That's impressive. And if you, if you have an issue with Xavier being third on my list, go back and watch the job he did against his now teammate, Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill, when they played against the Chiefs last year. Yes, I mean, you can highlight the one-hand interception, but other plays, and we all know how difficult it is trying to cover Tyreek Hill. I'm gonna tell you, I, love, I love what the Dolphins did, too, with Brian Flores as a coordinator. They probably had to run the most zero blitz I've ever seen. You're talking last Anybody. year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody. Yeah. They, they sending them. I mean, they sending everybody. So <laughs> and you know how that, you know no how that feel. Man, the quarter ain't got no choice. He, he throwing it out there. <laughs> he getting out of his hand. <laughs> and somebody better get home. Somebody better get home, or we better be picking this ball off. No question, two things better happen. And he's been one of the best in doing it. So he's number three on my list. My number four is another guy who's a, was a ball hawk. This guy was been, he was born to pick off passes. J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson, Florida guy as well. I mean, his last two years, he had nine picks and last year he had eight. The last two years combined, 37 PBUs. In four years, Pat P, this man got 29 picks. Ooh. <laughs> now think about this, in four years he has 29 picks. But he just became a full-time starter like the last right. two. Like two years ago. Ooh, that's 29 nasty. in the last four years. That's nasty. And he's playing in a defense where he's on the island a lot when it comes to just being man-to-man. -man, and he follows opposing teams' number one guy. You know what I mean? He follows them, and he's been doing a great job. Like I said, the last two years, 17 interceptions, uh, 37 PBUs the last two years. But 29 in four years? 
He's yeah. finally getting the recognition. He just got a big bag, too. Yeah, that's big. Now, my last player, number five on my list, I consider this player to be the Damian Lillard of cornerback play, and that's A.J. Terrell. He's highly underappreciated. The thing about A.J. Terrell, last year, jumped on the scene. Outstanding football. But he was able to dominate and win most of his one-on-one battles while playing in a bad defense. Right. Look at some of the other guys I mentioned. All the other players defensively, they were, they were a part of better units. The Atlanta Falcons, I mean, listen, it was a reason why they were so high in the draft, because they were bad. But A.J. Terrell balled out 16 PBUs, three interceptions. I think he was a second-team All-Pro. I mean, this is a guy who played against tip-top performers and balled out very, very athletic, 6'1", 190-plus, uh, a guy who's scrappy, and he flows around, and he does a, a tremendous job just competing. But the thing about this player right here, Pat P., I'm about to read something to you. You, 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 you know the game just best as it, better than anybody. Mm-hmm. Let me name name you the wide receivers AJ Terrell is gonna see this year. Okay. Michael Thomas, twice, two times. Oh, oh yeah, twice. Mike Evans, twice. Mike Evans, twice. Yep. DJ Moore, twice. Twice. <laughs> Cooper Cup, DK Metcalf, Ooh. Amari Cooper, Debo. Okay. Jamar Chase. He got a nice little line. Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. You pick. Yeah. Terry McLaurin and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, he got a nice little lineup, man. <laughs> That's a, hey, hey, you talk about. Won't. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> so if you don't know who he is, watch him this year. Because if he get through this gauntlet of pass catches, like I said, I think he's a Damian Lillard of cornerback play because he's very, very He's much underappreciated because he's on a bad team. No one really yeah. watches him. But this guy who he does numbers, he did numbers last year. And we also had AJ on the show as well. So hopefully we can get him back sometime soon. How you, how you what, what your thoughts about my top five, Pat P? I like it. I mean, I can't argue with that at all. You know, I like I like the order. I like the explanation you gave behind it. And honestly, I that that'll probably be my top five too, to be quite honest with you. Uh, and I and of- and I left some guys off. I mean, you can't get everybody on. Right. You know, Marshawn Lattimore, I'm a big-time fan of. Yeah. Uh, he was on the outside looking in. Uh, Trey White, I'm just concerned about the injury. You know, towards ACL, how soon will he be back to being that all-pro-like player? So it, it's a laundry list of outstanding corners. Uh, big play, what Darius you of, What Slater. you think of Diggs? Huh? What you think of Diggs? You know, he was a pick. I like shot. Diggs. But the thing about Diggs, the only thing I have, I, I, I guess, would be considered, you know, an, a question mark, is he give up a lot of plays. Okay. You know, he, he sometimes he can be a give or take corner. That's what they were saying, yeah. Yeah, a give or take corner. One thing about Diggs, his ball skills might be the best in the league. Oh, I yeah. mean, he turns into a wide receiver. Yeah, no but sometimes he, he, made, he makes so many plays, he gambles a lot, and sometimes he's not right. Right. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong, he's the next, next one up to get that huge bag. Oh, yeah, but, sure. but what he did last year, I think he had how many interceptions? Like eight or nine? Uh, I think he had like he 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 was picking off passes almost yeah, every week. Every it seemed week. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you got you know Diggs. It was hard for me to get him in my top five. Uh, Lattimore, um, uh, Darius Slay, who, who yeah, I love yeah. as well. He's been doing it for a long time. Hey, you know Darius that uh, Slay was that old. Man, man, D Slay been in, been putting in work for a minute. I know, but I didn't know he was thirty two though. Yeah, oh, thirty two. Diggs had eleven. Diggs had eleven picks. Yeah. Lord have mercy, he did. But uh, yeah, I he didn't just picked he... one off, by the way. 
Yeah, he just picked one up. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but D, but D Slate, Darius Slate been doing it for a while. Highly yeah, respected, uh, too. I think Darius, what, two years under me, if I'm not mistaken. He yeah. You're 10, yeah. Now, I'm a yeah. big fan of his, too. That's my yeah. guy. I mean, I've been to a couple of Pro Bowls with him. Had an opportunity to chop it up with him. Very the game. Guy, very funny. Just a cool dude, man. So, yeah, he, he he's one that, you know, that just on the outside looking in. But he yeah. can easily be in there. He can easily be. That's what I'm saying. I think the, the the names that I mentioned that were not in can easily be in the top five. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about Darius Slate, they also got James Bradbury to start opposite of him. That defense in Philly that, might be might be real nice. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that defense, man, they, they made some changes and made some additions, so they might be – Yeah. And I like what they're doing offensively, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them win the NFC East this year. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah. But, hey – Ladies and gents, that's my top five. My top five. Let me know how you feel. If you like, you disagree, want to add a player, want to take a player out, let us know. That's what we do here. Until a game is played, this is what we're going to do. We're going to spark debates. We love to hear your feedback. We like to throw them in our show as well. But that's it right now. Pat P, training camp preview, Minnesota Vikings, Skull Nation. Stand up. But before we let you guys go, please, People Choice Podcast Award, please. Vote for us. Like I said, we, we, we are a, we're a nominee for the best black hosted podcast category and the People Choice Podcast Awards. We appreciate all you guys do for us and we hope you enjoy our show enough to nominate us to advance to the final round. To nominate, please go to podcastawards.com slash APP slash sign up and then toggle all the way down to black best black hosted podcast category. Please vote. Take a screenshot of your vote. If we happen to win this award, we st- we said this earlier in the show, two lucky Stand fans by. will get a signed autographed jersey from me and one from Pat P. You have to show half proof that you actually voted for us. And if we win, we're going to deliver on that promise. Yes, You're going to get a home jersey or away jersey from me and the same can be said for Pat P. We're going to sign it, personalize it to whoever you are to your name or whoever you want us to personalize personalize it to, and we're going to get it out to you. So just help us. Help us. We gave an incentive to vote. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And if you rock with the Steelers, if you walk, rock with the Minnesota Vikings, or you, if you rock with all things covered, vote for us. Vote, baby. Yes, sir. Until next time, see you when we see you. Peace. Peace. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.